This is 105.9 The Region. There are so many ways of communicating these days, but nothing seems to beat the one-on-one. This is In Conversation with Ann Romer. Welcome to In Conversation. Thank you for being with us. This show is, in my view, upfront, up close, and uplifting. So let's get right to it. Chapman's Ice Cream, Canada's largest independent ice cream maker, got its start in Markdale, Ontario, and there the company will remain a beacon of economic hope for the community, a source of major local employment, the donor of millions of charitable dollars, and the maker of some of the best ice cream in North America, and it is still family-run. Penny Chapman, co-founder, along with her husband David, joins us now in conversation, as does son Ashley, the company's vice president. Welcome to you both. Hello, Glad Anne. to be here. You've got two out of three, Anne. That's pretty good odds. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Ashley and I. So, Penny, tell me about how you first met David, your husband. Was it love at first scoop? <laughs> it was for me... I, I really did. I fell in love with him when I met him. I was 16 years old, and he hired me to scoop ice cream in a dairy bar in Toronto. Hmm. What took you to Markdale, and what made you decide that you wanted to put down roots in that community and create incredible ice cream? We wanted to work for ourselves. We both, at that point, worked very hard for somebody else, and we wanted the opportunity to do it for ourselves. At that point, I'd never heard of Markdale, but I have grown to love it. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, many decades after your folks started growing the company and having a family, you are now co-piloting Chapman's as its vice president, but you didn't actually follow initially in your parents' footsteps. No, no, I did not. My uh, my parents were very good when I was growing up, and uh, they never forced me to join them uh, the business. They they wanted me to go out and experience my own thing. So, I went to university for a few years for English literature, and then headed over to uh, France to cooking school, and then I came back to Canada and worked in several restaurants and catering companies and. Finally, uh, just over 10 years ago, I got a call from Ma. She said, well, if you're ever going to join the company, you should really think about it now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that phone call, by the end of that phone call, I said, okay, well, I'll be home in a few months, and here I am. You know, people may not realize, though, that you did have a, a part in the very early stages and really right up until today, the drawings of the two children on the outside of many packages, many uh, containers of ice cream, who are they? The Chapman's children, <laughs> we designed that first package. I did not have any children at the time. <laughs> so we put a boy and a girl, and the whole point was sharing and family affordable with kids. So then I had to have a boy and a girl, and I successfully did that. <laughs> No, so they still give me a girl's name. What do you know? Uh, <laughs> no, it's a very it's a very English boy's name, quite frankly, and that ties you back to your father. Tell me about Correct. the influence your parents had on you, Ashley, as you were growing up, as they were growing an incredible business. Uh, to be honest, I didn't really care or know about the business. It was just 
you know, as a child, your 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 parents have jobs and they go do it, whether it's uh, whether they're a, uh, a plumber, a banker, or an ice cream maker. It's all the same to a kid, except of course, you know, uh, I did have more access to ice cream than your normal children, which was nice. But yeah, I never really. Uh, my sister, I have an older sister, Frances. Her and I never really. It never really uh, occurred to us that our parents were. Uh, we're doing all this in the background. We knew they worked hard, but uh, it wasn't until much later that we realized, wow, did they ever build something incredible. Penny, how do you go from being a small creamery in Markdale, Ontario, 47 years ago, to being Canada's largest independent ice cream maker? It would be easy to say luck was on our side. But we soon realized the harder you worked, the luckier you became. Hmm. It was a lot of hard work with a lot of people supporting us. We couldn't do it on our own. We had a lot of good people who worked with us. And you have a lot of good people who work for you right now. One thing that I'm so impressed with, and I know many, many people are as we make our choices in grocery stores, it's how you treat your employees. Why are they so important to the Chapman's dynasty? Is that you, Ashley? Or yeah, I'd I, 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 I just like to say, you know, as far as that's concerned, you know, uh, when the business started off and there was a handful of employees, yes, mom could make ice cream. You know, dad would be on the line as well making ice cream. But things are different now. We've got this this huge company, and it's really the people from uh, all the way down to to a janitor all the way up to the production managers. If you don't have these people that care about your business and care about their environment, you're going to have a, a very unsuccessful business. So without the employees, literally, we are, we are nothing. We're just a, a, a small family living in Markdale. I went on your website and did a little research on the company and on the two of you and, of course, David. So September 4th, 2009, your production facility in Markdale caught fire. How did you handle that you rebuilt, you call it Phoenix, which makes perfect sense, rising from the ashes, but you also made sure your employees were safe and paid. Again, it was the most important thing we had to take care of. I mean, how did we handle the fire? First, I cried. <laughs> but my husband has always been a rock. That very first day, he said, we are going to rebuild. We had some empty property here. And we are going to take care of our employees. Nothing's going to change. They'll have income. They'll have health benefits. And and if they were willing to do anything, I mean, scrape up, shovel the ashes, anything. So it was a cooperation between we cared about them and, quite frankly, they cared a lot about us. You also care about the environment. You're very proud of your responsible and sustainable manufacturing practices. Where did that come from, Penny or Ashley? Well, historically, so my parents always just did these environmental things because it was the right thing to do. I, it wasn't mandated by our municipality or the federal government or the provincial government. It was like uh, it was a very simple choice for them. You know, when when the choice was to uh, you know, 
the town was fine with us in our area with us dumping our waste ice cream into the local lagoon. Well, that that wasn't acceptable to my parents, so they built a wastewater treatment uh, facility. Um, we decided to make the change to um, uh, sustainable packaging, uh, paperboard packaging, and do away with uh, uh, just an insane amount of plastic that we were using at the time. And that was because it was the, the right thing to do. So that's that's always been the guiding light of the uh, company, and I'm just trying to uphold that kind of tradition that my parents have of just do the right thing for great <laughs> I like that extra little part that you put in there. <laughs> so, Penny, why do you give so much to the community? I know that you've donated millions to various uh, groups like the hospital in Markdale and schools and other organizations that really, really could use your financial support. Why do you do that? Again, uh, to be simple, Ashley says you have to do the right <laughs> thing. We do that on big projects and everyday decisions. But we depend on the community here. Where is the community without a hospital? We have one. It's very old. Need a new one because we depend on them. We need a school so we can attract employees to the area because we hire R&D people, quality people, financial people, and every single person on the line. They have to have somewhere for their children to go to school. We did Chapman House, um, what do you call that? Hospice. Hospice up in Owen Sound because, again, our people have been with us, many of them, for the whole 47 years. Well, they're getting older, and everybody has the right to some dignity as they get older and their time's coming. Wow, that's brilliant. And it's so heartfelt as well. Ashley and Penny, let's get down to brass tacks. How do you make your ice cream? <laughs> With tender, loving care every single day. We are so passionate about making ice cream, but it's not uh, some scientific breakthrough. You get fresh cream, you get sugar, you get something to hold it together, and you get the finest equipment in the world to make it so that every time you buy it, whether it's today or six months from today, it's consistent, high quality, just a pleasure to put in your mouth. And speaking of which, who does the taste testing? <laughs> uh, well, actually, uh, the entire uh, executive team here at Chapman Suite, we don't, we don't do these blind tasting panels and, and surveys from all over the country. We just have our R&D department bring it up and we all try it. Every day, 3 o'clock, we're tasting ice cream. Every day, we're thinking maybe we could do a new twist on that. Maybe if we added something else. And over the years, just a couple pounds a year <laughs> makes me perhaps a little heavier than I should be. <laughs> More to love is what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Oh, so you've got all sorts of products, including premium ice cream, frozen yogurt, and so much more. And again, on your website, I noticed that you've got a real holiday theme now that you've rolled out. Where do these ideas come from? We started holiday products 
actually in December 1973, we brought out a peppermint stick and we brought out an eggnog. <laughs> so as the years went on, we, we turned that into a sandwich uh, for Christmas. We turned it into a cone for the holidays. And we just have some fun. You and we're, we're, gonna, we're probably going to change it up again. We'll keep it fresh. Like let let's just be honest. We are we are not paying the bills through our Christmas ice cream. We just do it for fun. <laughs> yep. Penny and Ashley, you make award winning ice cream, including Penny, and this this I direct at you, peanut and nut free ice cream. Why was that started? One letter from one consumer from a mother who had a child with peanut allergies, which can kill you. So this letter was so heartfelt, my child can't go to a birthday party and have cake and ice cream with everybody else. That was it. We started then and it took a few years of investigation, going to every supplier of everything to guarantee peanut free. And we said, by God, we're doing this. And we did. And you added to that lactose-free, gluten-free, no sugar added, and then some. So it's delicious but safe for so many people. Absolutely, because we believe that our products are for families. And families have so many different people with different health concerns. Well, let's make sure everybody can enjoy together and make memories at those special times. Let's talk about the importance of family, your family, and the fact that it is a family-run business. And these are hectic, crazy times, and the past 47 years as you built the company, not easy, I'm sure, challenging as well. How important is family, and how did that dynamic, that family dynamic, keep you going? Depends whether you're just talking about the Chapman's family, we only had David and I, and then we had two children. One chose another profession. Ashley chose to come back. But to us, all the people here who we work with, they are our Chapman family. And they give us our strength, and we are there whenever they have times that need, they need a little strength. Family is, is so important. We have to treat people like people. We have to be kind. We have to be decent. And sometimes it's easy to just say, blah, 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 blah. But guess what? Take 10 seconds to think, is that the fair thing to do? And would you do it to your family? Ashley? Yes? I'm wondering your thoughts about family. You're in the business now. It's it, You're going to carry the torch. Uh, your parents still come to work every day. You're the VP. What do you think family means in terms of the sustainability of your company and the stability and the continued growth. I know your wife is involved in the company as well. Absolutely, yeah. My uh, my wife is the marketing manager here. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful to have her here. She's a very um, educated professional. We took a break when we had kids, and uh, and now we could actually use her talents, which is which is amazing. Um, but but as far as the whole you know family aspect of our business, I think that that really sets us apart. Like my mother said, um, we we kind of view our family as a bit uh, bigger than traditional. Uh, but at the same time, from a, a leadership 
um, uh, side of things with my uh, with the immediate family in charge of the business, we can we can make decisions at the drop of a dime. If I want to uh, change something, all I have to do is uh, chat with my mom and my dad, and uh, then we make a couple of calls, and before the end of the day, we made the change. Mm-hmm. And it's that kind of uh, versatility, if you will, that, that sets us apart from a lot of other businesses. And, and of course, uh, we don't have a large bevy of shareholders uh, looking over our shoulders every day saying, oh, well, you know, just cheap on, on that so you can pay us more dividends. So we can make these decisions to, to make the community, our employees' lives, uh, whatever decision we think is the right decision, and we can do it quickly. Chapman's Ice Cream. It is definitely a family affair. I wish you all the greatest success and continued good health and happiness. Thank you, Penny Chapman and son, Ashley Chapman, for joining us in conversation. We seriously need to say thank you, Canada, for supporting us. And thank you, Anne, for talking to us today. Absolutely. Much appreciated. My absolute pleasure. Thank you both. Coming up next, from tragedy to triumph and one of Oprah's favorite things, that's next. This is In Conversation with Ann Romer. Is there someone you want to learn more about? Drop us a line. Info at 1059theregion.com. Ann Romer will be right back on 1059 The Region. Welcome back to In Conversation with Ann Romer on 1059 The Region. At the age of 14 in 2008, Taylor Lindsay Noel was severely injured training as a gymnast. It was during a practice session at Seneca College. She broke her neck while attempting a very difficult maneuver and was paralyzed from the neck down. Never one to let anything stop her. Taylor got on with her young life in a big way. In fact, two years ago, she launched Cup of Tay, a now very successful business. Taylor Lindsay Noel joins us in conversation. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, I feel like I should raise my little baby finger while I'm holding a cup of tea. Tell me about the company and tell me about Cup of Tay. (laughs) Yeah, so Cup of Tea is my little baby business that has boomed in a big way recently. Um, We launched in 2018. I had a successful podcast called Tea Time with Tay, and I would interview someone over a cup of tea. And every single podcast, I would advertise my biggest competitor now, which is David's Tea, hoping that one day that they would notice me and hopefully sponsor. But that never happened, and I'm a little bit stubborn. So I said, you know what? Instead of marketing someone else, let me market my own teas back to my my audience and next thing you know it took over my whole life and it's my everyday job wow i think that is fantastic so describe to me what cup of tea is tell me (laughs) tell me about your teas (laughs) yeah so cup of tea is a luxury organic loose leaf tea company so we sell the most delicious organic teas and teaware online and we ship across north america how did you know how to do this? It, it's a daunting task for anyone at any age, but you're still a babe. <laughs> it was very difficult. I'm, I always tell people that I don't lie about my process. I'm not going to be the person to say, it was so fun and easy. <laughs> it was a lot of hard work, but I was really motivated to do it. And through the power of Google, the power of YouTube, and just my own sheer will, I figured it out step by step. 
I literally Googled how to start a tea business. And two years later, here we are. Hmm. What happened over those two years that strikes you as a standing out in terms of your your journey to success with the company? What were And what were some of the pitfalls as well? Yeah, so some of the pitfalls were definitely the beginning stages, learning how to properly source my materials, source products that would actually be the right price, but as well as something that was ethically sourced and organic. That was a very difficult journey because there's a lot of companies that sell teas with fillers and I didn't want to do that. And But some of the big wins for us have been, the first time was when Airbnb Luxury Retreats reached out to us and said they wanted to supply tea for their whole office. And I was like, okay, I must be doing something right. And then the biggest win we've had so far was Oprah's team reaching out and sending our tea to Oprah and making her coveted Oprah's favorite things list. Wow. And I understand that she uh, featured 50 businesses. You are one of those businesses in O Magazine's Oprah Winfrey's Favorite Things. It's the December issue, but it hit newsstands, uh, which is the old-fashioned way of saying that it's been released. It it happened earlier this week. So <laughs> what did you think when you saw everything about you in O Magazine? It has been the most insane journey. It's been it's a, it's truly is a dream come true for any single business. Everybody knows how life changing it can be for a business, and to know that we made the list only two years into our business and um, have been received so well by customers, old customers, new customers, and just the general public really rallying behind my small business. It's been extremely humbling and um, monumental. Has your family been supportive as well? And I, I know that you looked for a sign from above when it came to the creation of your, your business idea. What was that about? I have a very strong connection with God and my faith, and I rely heavily on prayer. And at the beginning of this year, truthfully, I considered shutting down my business just based on um, where we were at. And uh I asked God for a big sign that we were doing something right, and she came through in a very big way. And my family and my friends have been so supportive. They've been helping me, um, rooting for me, and Oprah is a huge idol in all of our lives. So they're so excited, too, to know that Oprah knows about Cup of Tea and knows about my journey and story as well. Taylor, you are paralyzed from the neck down, and this happened as a result of a very athletic uh, endeavor. How did you come to terms with that? How, how Some people, when, when tragedy strikes, they curl up in a ball and, and let life pass them by. You take the bull by the horns, and you make life work for you. Where did that come from? I think it truthfully came from my mindset of being an athlete. I have always been an athlete since I was five years old. And when you start training so young, you learn what it's like to put in hard work and see results. And so when my accident happened, I just kind of took my athletic my athletic pursuits and put it into my physiotherapy. And then I put it into my work at university. And now that same work ethic is helping drive my business cup of tea. And additionally, my mother has been the biggest uh, champion in my life in supporting me every step of the way. 
And so um, I have a lot of great people and things going around me that help me be successful today. Does it make a difference in your life that we are now so technologically connected as as a people? I mean, even through a pandemic, there is the way to be together now is to do it virtually. Has has that made a difference in your life and in your business, the ability to connect virtually? 100%. Um, I'm a millennial. So social media, being online, I love online shopping myself, and I crafted my business around that love I have for e-commerce. I know what makes me happy when I receive a package. I know what I look for on websites. And I think that really helped me to hone in on the design on the web format. And additionally, social media, I feel like for millennials, it's a little bit ingrained into us. So that wasn't the hardest part of my business at all. It's actually quite fun for me. Um, And additionally, just being in 2020, we are all stuck at home. And so e-commerce has been the way that people have found their everyday luxuries, and I'm able to supply a product that will get shipped right to your doorstep. And um, it's really been great to see people try new businesses um, because they're at home. The obvious question is, what's next for you? You know what? I always say the sky is the limit. Hmm. Um, My business is expanding quite rapidly, and I'm very grateful for that. But going into 2021, I have a lot of plans to... Um, Start moving into different spaces. I see us in luxury hotels. I want to be in international buildings. And additionally, just continue to share the story, expand our product line, but still stick to our morals while we give back to mental health awareness causes as well. So all of those things just in more abundance going into 2021. I'm very moved by the fact that you are so connected to God and that you look for signs from him and and direction from him. Do you ever, in your quiet moments, ask him why the accident happened in 2008? 100%. I've had a very, very, um, I think most people have a very interesting journey with their faith at some point in their life, and that happened to me very young. But I think that I'm finally starting to see the why in it all. Because for so many years, I didn't understand. I was like, I was a good child. I did my homework. I was a good athlete. Why would this happen to me? But I think God has positioned me in a way to live my life for more than just myself. Um, I want cup of tea. I want my story and my journey to be something that is told even when I'm not here. And I think uh, God is using me in that capacity to do so. Will you promise me that we will meet someday when this pandemic is in the rearview mirror? I would love to just be in the same room as you. You're absolutely wonderful, Taylor. I would absolutely love to make that happen one day, for sure. Thank you so much for saying that. Oh, thank you. And cup of tea. Now, if someone wants to order from you, where do they go? How do they do it? Yes, you can just go over to www cupoftea.com so that's c-u-p-o-s-t-e.com Taylor Lindsay Noel thank you for joining us in conversation you're a breath of fresh air thank you for having me on this was so great so perhaps we can take this from Taylor's story that there's always a way forward and you know what she's my cup of tea And according to the Chapman family, just do the right thing. Words to live by. Whew, what a show. Let's do it all again next week. I'm Ann Romer. Bye for now.
Follow In Conversation with Ann Romer on Twitter at 1059 The Region. This is 1059 The Region.